This episode of the Grow From Your Heart podcast is brought to you by my friend James Bean and SeedsHereNow.com. SeedsHereNow.com is the number one source for high-quality seeds with a money-back guarantee and lightning-fast shipping. To catch the latest drops from all of your favorite breeders, check out SeedsHereNow.com. Here we go. Welcome to the podcast, everybody. I'm your host. My friends call me Rasta Jeff. This is episode 715 of the Grow From Your Heart podcast. In this episode, I'm going to answer a few grow questions. Before I get to that part of the show, let's do a few shout outs to a few of those great folks who continue to support the show on Patreon. Let's kick it off with the big Grow From Your Heart podcast. Thank you. Shout out to DZ from Detroit. Let's send a big thank you shout out to the BAFSTA and Canna Reaper 413. Let's send a big thank you shout out to Fruggle Rock and Brendan Grows. I want to send a big thank you to Prospect and New Old Guy. Let's send a big fist bump to Darian Smith and Jackie Daytona. Let's send a thank you shout out to Guido7 and 13Spark13. Let's send a big fist bump to Dank Grows. Then let's wrap it all up with a big Grow From Your Heart podcast thank you shout out to my friend Jesse Grows. Big thanks and big shout out to everybody who continues to support the show on Patreon. If you are not already supporting the show and you would like to learn how to do so, all you have to do is visit www.patreon.com forward slash grow from your heart. All of the information you need will be right there on the screen. And you know, I do include a link in the show notes and in the video description to make it nice and easy for all of my friends. I do apologize if you hear my voice getting raspy there already at the start of the show. I did take a few fat dabs today, and they are working. I'm going through one of those phases. I talk about this occasionally on the show. I'm curious how your life is, how you stand. I talk a lot. Let's communicate a little bit. Tell me on Twitter, uh, at GFYH Podcast. Send me an email. Do you go through phases where uh, you can smoke a lot and you don't get blazed, or some days you could smoke very little and you get blazed all the way? Uh, The past two days... I could just smoke. I was like a smoke. I was like a fog machine. It was like my job and my duty was to see how many grams of concentrates I could put through my rig and through my lungs. And I wasn't getting blazed. I don't know why I was just getting work done and I couldn't fucking stop. I was just smoking and smoking. My brain was like, no, do more work. Keep going. You're not high yet. So I just take more dabs and do more work. And I just didn't feel like I got blazed for like two straight days. But today I've been smoking the same concentrates that I smoked for the past two days. And today, that first dab of today, mm, that shit wrecked me. That kicked my ass. And every dab after that has been beautiful as well. So uh, do you go through phases? Sometimes, like I said, sometimes I can smoke all the dabs and I don't get high. But then there's some days when I can open the jar and look at the dabs and I'm like, I'm so high, I need munchies. Like, do you do you do that? Does your body do that? I think mine is attributed to um, a lot of his hydration, I think. If I'm dehydrated, I'll get super blazed super quickly and I cough more, my lungs burn. Uh, a lot of it is diet. Have I eaten enough? Uh, If I've had too much sugar, too much junk, then maybe I don't get as blazed. Also, sometimes I'm just in the fucking zone. My brain is like, dude, you're going to do work today and nothing is going to stop you. And I just, I ended up transplanting everything, cleaning everything. My brain was on fire that day. But today, anyway, I am going to be high and rambly because the dabs are working today. They're back in full 
effect. All right, let's try to keep my high ass in focus on track on some sort of path here. I do have a few notes. The next note on my list is that I have added the Irie Genetics Merchandise Store to my Instagram page. What? I figured out how to use Instagram as a store. If you go to the Irie underscore genetics Instagram page, Irie underscore genetics on Instagram, on the top there, there is a shop now or visit the store button. I'm not sure what it will say for your button, uh, but you can click on the uh, visit the shop is what I think it should say since I edited it, edited it. Uh, you can click on visit the shop and you'll be able to buy uh, hats and t-shirts and other things like that. Then it will take you to the web store where you can find all of the other merchandise like stickers, uh, trays, grinders, a lot of stuff is there. Just one more avenue for you to be able to find the store. If you're not already following the Instagram, you're messing up. My Instagram is irie underscore genetics, I-R-I-E. Uh, really quickly here, Irie. A lot of people call me Erie Genetics. That's cool. Call me what you like, but the word is Irie. Irie is a Jamaican word. It means to uh, to feel as blessed as you could feel is basically what that means. Like if you're at a reggae show and you hear him go, how you feeling? And the crowd goes, Irie. It's because you're feeling Irie, bro. You just feel good. I describe it as, uh, for me, Irie is like uh, sitting on like the top of a grassy hill. I like that cold feeling of like when the sun is shining and the grass is cool. So I'm sitting in the grass uh, maybe you got a lady next to me, maybe a dog on the other side of me, maybe multiple dogs. Um, just uh, the, the sun is just setting. The breeze is just right. The vibe is good. Got a fat spliff burning. Nothing could go wrong. No worries in, the, in, the, in my mind at all. The weather's good. Uh, that little breeze, the grass, your partner, whoever is with you, if you're, if you're, whatever you're into, if you're into fucking snakes and parrots, have some of them with you. If you want to be surrounded by trolls and monkeys, you can have those too. But in my mind, I got a pretty lady with me, got a couple of dogs hanging out. There's a breeze. Uh, but that is Irie. That's just feeling that's like as good as you could feel, man. Everything feels nice. That is Irie. So Irie Genetics, that's uh, that's the name of my seed company. That is my Instagram, Irie, because that's what's better than just feeling Irie, you know? It feels good. It feels great. It also means to feel blessed and powerful and pleasing, uh, but it's just that feeling of feeling good, just the best that you could feel. Nothing's wrong. Nothing's bugging you. Everything is right. So Irie. So make sure you're checking out the Instagram is where I'm headed with all of this. Uh, we have added the Instagram store to Instagram. You can get an Irie Army t-shirt. You can get your Grow From Your Heart podcast hats there. It makes it super easy. Also, every Monday, I do an Instagram live there on that exact Irie Genetics Instagram live feed. Monday at 710-ish p.m. Mountain Time. Uh, I'm in Colorado. I go on Mountain Time. I don't know where you are. You've got to adjust. Uh, but 7 p.m. Mountain Time. It's about 710, 715 uh, I try to get going about 7.10, but sometimes uh, the internet is kind of not cool, and sometimes Instagram fights me. It takes a couple tries. We'll get it going. Uh, we'll be there every Monday. I haven't missed a Monday in a really long time, years probably. So every Monday around 7.10, we go live on Instagram. I hang out. Uh, I take dabs. I listen to music, and I basically answer the questions that are on the screen. People type in comments, and I will answer politely, uh, do my best to respond, and uh, answer all those questions. So join me on the Instagram for the Instagram Live Check out the Instagram store. I also want to send a big thank you to the people who helped me, uh, encouraged me to get the store up on Instagram. You know who you are. Thank you for the nudge. Thank you for the encouragement, the help. Also, a lot of people were telling me that I could get badges on Instagram Live, which would allow me to monetize the Instagram Live, which would be cool because I've been doing it for years. We get a lot of people in there. And I do freely answer grow questions. If you ask a question, I do my best to answer it. Sometimes I give golden nuggets that are worth a million dollars. And someone told me we could monetize it to where you could give me a dollar or five dollars uh, just by pushing a little button. Unfortunately, Instagram denied and rejected 
my application for those badges. They were like, well, no, 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 no. We don't want to let you do that. So I don't get none of that. They don't give me no bonuses. I don't get none of that stuff. But guess what? I'm still going to do the Instagram lives, guys. It's not going to change anything. Still free information, free knowledge, free hangouts, free vibes, free love, just because I do it uh, for the love of the plants. Where are we? I do have notes. You guys, I told you I took dabs. I got blazed. Uh, added the store. Thanks to the people that helped. Denied badges. Watch the Instagram live. Also follow the Instagram. There's an Instagram. Irie underscore genetics is the seed company. I post a bunch of flower pictures. Um, you'll see that I use creative hashtags to confuse Instagram so they don't know what I'm posting all the time. Also, uh, there is a Grow From Your Heart podcast Instagram page. Check that one out. I do use hashtag GFYH podcast that will come into play in the future when we do other things. If you're using hashtag GFYH podcast, it may help you out. If you post anything podcast related, please do use that. That is probably on the screen. Which side is that going to be on? It's going to be turned around. It's going to be here or here, right? Booyah. Hashtag GFYH podcast. If I do both sides, I can't be wrong. All right. We're going to move forward. I do have a lot of questions here. Let's try to get to the uh, the good part of this podcast. Somebody's going to say the good part actually starts around nine minutes in. Oh, I love you guys. The podcast is free. Enjoy the free show. All right. This one came from the Grow Help tab on the iregenetics.com website. That's right. iregenetics.com has a website. Once you go there, you will find a Grow Help tab. It says Grow Help. When you click on that, we do ask you one, two, it's about 10 or 12 looking like questions. We ask you uh, your strain, where you're growing, what kind of lights. I need some information so that I can help diagnose the problems in your growth. And at the bottom of this questionnaire, we do give you an opportunity to explain the problem or ask the question which is happening. This question came from the Grow Help tab, came from our friend Adam. Uh, Adam wants us to call him Adam on the podcast. He's growing several strains indoors under LED lighting. Uh, He's in veg. He's grown in soil. Uh, A lot of details here. We don't need some of these. Let's talk about, um, we do need to know, pH of the last feeding, 6.4, daytime temp, 78, nighttime temp, 73. He does not give me the humidity in these questions. going to set that page aside. There's a note on there I need for later. We're going to move forward to page two, the grow help question, the problem. That's what it says here. Uh, Cloning problems. I take my clones from healthy mothers. That's always a good start. I always water the day before cutting clones, and I'm always sterile. Sounds like you're off to a good start. You guys clean up your cloning area when you're taking clones. Uh, think of it as like, uh, if you got your finger cut off, you could bring your finger to me and your hand and you could throw them down on this table and you could say, bro, can you stitch my finger up? And I could, but, uh, I've been taking dabs at this table. I may have eaten Thai food at this table recently. This table may not be the cleanest place for me to, uh, reattach your finger. You may want a more clean, sterile, uh, sanitary type environment. Think about that when you're cutting clones, you're cutting their arms off, you're cutting their legs off and you're trying to make them grow into fresh, healthy parts. Let's be clean. So our friend says, I always try to be sterile. That is a very good way to start. That is a good practice to teach. So always cut clones in that clean, sterile environment, if and when possible, as clean as possible. Go And you'll also use clean, uh, sterile equipment. Everybody's getting a uh, hop latent viroid. They're passing around this virus and it can move from plant to plant via your scissors. So clean your scissors all the time right now is something we should talk about. Uh, that's like fucking plant COVID, plant AIDS. Uh, I'll get somebody who's more qualified to talk about hop latent viroid. I'm honestly not qualified to talk about that. That's a virus. I need a more qualified uh, school educated person for that. If you're smart enough, uh, not smart enough, educated enough to come talk about that, let me know. Uh, we'll get you on the show somehow. I do uh Got another microphone. We're going to talk about that in the future. Shout out to our buddy, White Mike. All right, I'm going to get back on track. It says, I have an at least 95% success rate. 
The problem is once my clone or my clones always look like shit. And most of the time they go into flower and reveg. That right there is a main key. That's a main hint that tells me that they're not getting enough light. Um, your light cycle is not on long enough. Are they under 24 hours of light? Put your light on 24 hours. Uh, maybe get it closer, maybe get more light, but they're not getting enough light. They want 24 hours of light to get these clones going. That would help you out. Um, I don't know your light schedule. We did not include that in the question, so I don't have any data uh, to work with there. But my first guess is more light, dude, longer light cycle. And we will do a podcast on DLI here coming up. Uh, where are we? They go into flower and reveg. Most of the time they go into flower and reveg. Yeah, if you give them more light, they won't go into flower. Uh, that should work. All of my leaves turn yellow and get crispy. So that is either overfeed, underfeed, or improper humidity. Um, and I don't have a reading on your humidity. I'm looking at this paper again. Uh, it says, I always get nice and healthy roots, but it takes forever to get them to snap back and turn healthy again. This is the same for mothers uh, that I cut from clone or from seed. I use an oxycloner with Hormex or Clonex, pH to 5.8-ish. Um... I've said this before, and I'll say it again. Your meter doesn't have an ish on it. Your meter puts out numbers. Your number on the meter isn't 5.8 ish. What's the number on the meter, buddy? That's what you should have typed right there. That uh, That's going to tell me a lot. It says, I use a humidifier to keep the humidity up in the 70% range. Any pointers would be very appreciated. It sounds like you might. Uh, what is the, I want to know. You can message me back because there are things I want to know in here. What is the, uh, the PPMs or the EC of the solution in the oxycloner. What else did you put in there? You got uh, Hormex or Clonex, pH to 5.8. Uh, what's your EC? What's your PPMs? How much of that Hormex or Clonex are you putting in there? Um, and then how hot is that water? That water could be getting too hot or that water could be getting too cold, which doesn't sound likely because uh, you're getting the roots. I really think you need more light and I want to know what how much of your solution you're using. But honestly, I think the first thing I'm going to say, you said they're vegging, they're going into flower and reveg, which is a light issue. That's what does that. So feed them properly and get them light and make sure that the water in that cloner is nice and cool. That'll help you out a lot. 70% uh, humidity range. That's going to help you. But in my experience, when I'm using the cloners like that, humidity isn't super uh, critical to be real high. It's more important to keep that water uh, pH and properly nutriented. Keep in mind now, you're using an aero cloner that's bubbling constantly, or uh, if it's getting too hot, here's something you can do. We got two things, two things of thought to think about now. If it's getting too hot, give it downtime. Let it turn off. Let it bubble for 15 or for 50 minutes, maybe 45, then give it 15 to 10 minutes off to cool down. The other thing I was going to say, it's constantly bubbling or almost constantly bubbling. You're making bubbles. You're putting uh, water through movement. You're putting air into the water, which is going to create a lot of evaporation. When the water evaporates, the nutrients that are salts do not evaporate. So those salts are staying there in your reservoir, in the base. The water is evaporating. Uh, now your PPMs, your EC, and your pH are all going to fluctuate. So you're going to have to check that on a daily basis, uh, sometimes on a twice daily basis, depending on the size of the machine, uh, your temperature, how much, the, how much your plants are eating, like how much water is being eaten, how much is uh, evaporating. So check that. Check the pH the uh, EC, the TDS of that water frequently, you're setting it up and you're saying it's at 5.8 right now. That's legit on day one. Uh, but by day two, day three, it's gone up or it's gone down some direction. Uh, check the, uh, the temperature also. 
Those are things that I really think will help you out. I don't have a definitive answer because I don't have uh, enough definitive data. So feel free, please do send me more data and I will again respond and try to get you more feedback. All right, big thanks to our friend Adam for the great clone question. I do appreciate it. Let's keep moving because I do have another great question here in front of me. This one came from my email at growfromyourheartathotmail.com. Please do send me your questions. And it says, hi, Rasta Jeff. What's up, bro? Good to meet you. Uh, this is from our friend Canadian Mike. Big up to our friend Canadian Mike up there north of the border. It says, big respect for all of your hard work, your seeds, your breeding, and your podcast, bro. Then it also says, hopefully one day soon, a drum solo. Many of you do know that I'm a podcaster. A lot of you may know by now that I'm a breeder and I do make seeds. I'm Irie Genetics. Of course, we talked about that. Uh, but uh, you might not know that I'm a drummer. I've played drums since I was 15. Um, I'm approaching 43 at this point. I don't say that very often on the show, but I've been playing the drums for a minute. can read and write music, understand that. A lot of people want me to whip out a drum solo. There are videos from 2008 on YouTube if you search hard enough. All right, but uh, bro, you're very welcome. Thank you for the love. Thank you for the respect and appreciation and the compliments. There is a lot to this one. It says, first, here is my setup. I only grow regular or feminized. I've never tried autos. I'm an old hippie. That's cool. I don't really mess with the auto flowers either. Uh, there's a couple of reasons why I like the regulars. Uh, that, that's regs, uh, fems, or well, that's photos is what we're trying to say here. There's a reason why I like the photo periods. Uh, regs or fems don't matter to me. I can work with both. Um, it says, I've got quite a few four by eight flower, veg, mother, clone, seedling, mother, and dry tents. I do a lot of pheno hunting in very small plants. I'm using uh, 750 liter nursery bags. Those nursery bags are about the size of a solo cup. That's what I imagine when you said 750, uh, uh, 0.750 liters. I did read that wrong. I read it right, said it wrong. Um, then it says, I use the paper towel method for 24 to 48 hours until roots show. Then in Jiffy Pucks uh, with 24 to zero hours of light, uh, 24 on, zero off. After seven days, 12-12 uh, in the nursery bags filled with cocoa, only at 400 uh, PPFD, that's uh, photosynthetic photon flux density, and up to 900 PPFD near the end of flower. No CO2, Remo nutrients. I grow 16 or 25 plants per 4x4 four four square. That is a great setup. I miss those days, dude. Uh, and you guys, I did go really fast over a lot of those. Uh, it's not going to be important for some of the questions that for the questions coming up, but some of you will understand and appreciate those details. Uh, I get it. Uh, growing 16 to 25 plants per 4x4, four four, depending on the strain, uh, the width, lanky branches, and I cut most of the sides off to get only a few most of the time. I love this style. If we weren't limited by numbers here, I would grow this style uh, in my personal home grow. Back in the day, allegedly, uh, before I was known, before I uh, was, people knew who I was and what I was doing, we may have done stuff similar to this uh, in home grows and we may have crushed it. It may have been a cool idea. Also a great way to breed because you can fit a lot of phenotypes in there and you can see a lot of things and you can breed a lot of things and it really speeds you up. All right. Uh, it says, where am I? So I'm doing it so I can maximize real estate and they have a full canopy like Scroggers, but without a net. Yes, I totally understand. Uh, it's a sea of green instead of a screen of green. And he did throw out the letters a SOG. So he understands. Now it does say my question. And I've been rambling for a long time. So I'm glad we got to this part. It says my question. Since these are small pots, they're 12 to 20 inches. Do I get or plants that are 12 to 20 inches? Do I get the full expression of the plant regarding effects, aroma, and taste? Just like a normal veg and fully grown plant. I only grow for the effect. The rest are just bonuses. Big cheers from Canadian Mike. Canadian Mike, this is a great question. Big cheers back at you, brother. 
I like this because this is how I like the testers that I give out to be ran. I give a lot of test seeds out to people. Um, a lot of people have been asking about being testers. Also, by the way, if you want to be a tester, there is an episode of this podcast, the Grow From Your Heart podcast. It is titled Testers. Listen to that. Once you've listened to that, then follow the appropriate steps after that. You'll have to send me an email. You will also be required and requested to join my Discord server and join the tester tab. If you're already testing for me and you're not posting pictures in the Discord tester tab, please do that. I would appreciate it. That's how you get more test seeds in the future. Uh, that's where all of the testing will be kept and done and journaled and documented and highlighted. Um, but that is how I like to do the testers. I like small plants uh, because why are we going to run gigantic plants if we don't know if they're any good? And like you're saying, um, I don't think we need big ass plants. So you're asking if we're going to see the full expression. I think so. Yes, in my opinion, I've grown. Um, so I've grown a lot of plants in cups. I do that. That's how I test brand new shit. Like I said, I just made, let's say I just made a brand new batch of seeds. I don't want to grow it in a 10 gallon pot and get it fucking 10 feet tall and spend six months on it to find out that it's a male or it's intersex or it's trash. I want to grow a bunch of plants in small pots in a small space, just like this guy and see what I've created. So I would do, I had a tray that would hold 24 cups beautifully, 24, 28. doesn't matter. It holds them perfectly. Uh, once I got the tray out and set it up, I would remember quickly. I think it's 24. I could fit 24 cups in this tray. I could fit two of those under a light beautifully. That's 48 seedlings. I would veg them tiny, flower them out, see what they do. Then I would keep the best out of those. I would re-veg those and grow them again, or I just let them go and re redo more seeds. But what I have done is I've grown the same thing in little cups and in big pots, and I've seen the uh, similar results. They show you the same thing. And honestly, in my experience, what I've noticed and what other growers will probably agree with, those big giant plants become more problematic, more prone to problems, more prone to pre more prone to pests, pathogens, diseases, issues. You got to prop them up. They start falling over. Uh, they, they get more problematic. That's the bottom line right there. The smaller, younger plants, you don't get as much uh, time to fuck up. The less time you're on the road, the longer you have to crash. So go faster, get to the finish line. So let me get back on my notes because I do have notes written here. In my experience, in my opinion, you will see that full expression. Those hormones are going to develop. The things are going to happen just like they need to. Uh, you'll see those plants. In my experience, the small plants... If I were going to enter a competition for buds to see who grows the best buds, photogenic wise, flavor, aroma, potency, overall cannabis cup winning weed, I would not grow giant plants. I would grow small to medium sized plants and I'd grow several of them is the way I would prefer to do that. Um, I feel like they spend less energy on growing, uh, less energy on supporting themselves, on beefing up. Uh, they've got so much energy already in that small seedling. They're ready to go. We do provide light and all that shit, but I mean... Like, I just think they have more energy. They get better. They focus more on bud development, potency, flavor, the things that we want when we're not trying to make them gigantic and make them support themselves and be branches. And I just think they're better, smaller, honestly. So in my honest opinion, my experience, I would prefer smaller plants. Uh, I don't know that I would always go with the tiny nursery pots. I may go uh, just the one step above that, like a one gallon, but if your plants are making you happy, uh, it sounds like you're doing a great job. It sounds like you're a great person. You can make decisions. I think you've got the right idea. And the bottom line, I do think if you're growing them properly, giving them their love and care, you're mentioning how much PPFD you're giving them. You talked about nutrients. I would assume with that many details in this note that your plants are getting very close to their maximum potential. Uh, and you'll learn more very quickly because I can tell that you are a very uh, 
curious and intelligent person. Big cheers, my friend Canadian Mike. It's an honor and a pleasure to meet you. I do look forward to future correspondence with you, my friend, because that was a great question. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, pimps, hoes, friends, foes, smokers, growers, clone cutters, and pollen chuckers, all of you beautiful cannabis enthusiasts out there. I want to thank you once again for listening to another quick episode of the Grow From Your Heart podcast. If you have any questions, corrections, comments, concerns, I would love to hear from you. Once again, my email address is growfromyourheart at hotmail.com. Don't be shy. I do love all the constructive criticism, the positive feedback. It all means a lot to me. Also, don't forget to check out the website at irigenetics.com. Everything you need. There's a link to the Discord server, a link to the Patreon, a link to the merch store, and of course that Grow Help tab is there. A lot of great stuff is right there at irigenetics.com. Save it, bookmark it, come back often. There's a list of vendors there which will be updated very soon. Stay tuned. Tap in is what I think all the cool kids say. All right, that is really all I've got for you for this episode. You know I'll be back in a couple of days with fresh new content. Let's give a big shout out to my friend Levity Loveday. And until next time, take a fat dab and give your mom a hug for me.